Hey legends, I'm Eliza Lee and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD, the podcast for aspiring medical professionals. Last season, we geared you up with a ton of different topics and ethical dilemmas to think about in the medical field. And on this season of the podcast, we're taking you behind the scenes of live MMI mock stations that we run for our students who are about to sit their med interviews. So stay tuned for a new station each week and hear a handful of our future med students give it a good old crack. Today on Station 7, we have one of our Hallard Gamsat tutors and University of Melbourne examiners, Gabby, interviewing one of our aspiring med students, Cam. This is specifically a GEMSAT style station, so Cam was given one minute to read the station and only given five minutes to then respond. And today the station that Cam read was this. Discuss an experience that allowed you to learn something important about yourself. Whenever you're ready, Cam. No worries. For me personally, the first situation that comes to mind was during my part-time job at the cinemas, which I'm still holding at the moment. A lot of the times uh, I'm doing my jobs independently and I'm doing things by myself. Usually I'm tasked in a particular area and I'm quite independent in completing my uh, everything that I need to do and all my responsibilities. That said, yeah, I did have a particular situation when we had you know, a really big movie come out. And we got really busy, but you know, we had three or four times many customers and people to, uh, to deal with than we would normally. And I had to you know, go beyond my responsibilities and I had to reach out for help. You know, usually I'm quite capable, I'm quite independent, and I can finish things by my own accord. But I really had to ask for help from my supervisors, from my coworkers, to make sure that I was still able to finish the tasks I was assigned on time without having to compromise on qualities and things like that. So I think it's understanding, you know, my own limits, my limitations, where, how much I can do and how much assistance I need to make sure that I don't fall behind. Okay. And what did you learn from this? So I, I definitely learned that because obviously in, in that particular situation, I tried to do as much as I could by myself first. Initially, I was a bit reluctant to ask for help and I tried to do as much as I could independently, um, you know, take on a few things, different responsibilities at once. And I found myself overwhelmed. And I, I, had, I learned that, you know, I had to reach out to those around me and make sure that I had the correct, you know, support structure and people able to give me advice and assistance when I needed it, not just to rely only on my own strength. Okay. How will this lesson help you succeed in your career? Yeah, um, I think definitely, I guess, teamwork and communication in general is just it's a really, you know, applicable and transferable skill. It's something that, you know, in any type of workplace, medical or otherwise, you definitely need to understand that your own expertise and your own abilities can only take you so far. And that's why, you know, you want to have you know, a collaborative workplace. You need somewhere where you can take the strengths of many other people and kind of fuse them together to make sure that you're getting the best outcomes, that you've got, you know, patients and, and customers that are the happiest and the healthiest and trying to make sure that, you know, you're not relying only on yourself and not trying to think that, you know, you're a hero that can do everything by yourself. So, yeah. That's great. And what advice would you give to someone who was in a similar situation to yours when you learned this lesson? Yeah, um, I definitely try and encourage them to not make the same mistake as I did. Understand your limitations and reach out and reach out early because I think it's really important to, you know, once again, understand what you can and what you can't do. I think everyone's usually fixated on what they're able to do and how much they're able to accomplish, but not necessarily aware of where they might be lacking and where they might need assistance from other people whether that be, you know, your friends or family around you or professional help, whatever form or 
that may look like, it's definitely important to reach out and make sure you've got a stable support network so that you can still do you know, what you need to and still have a good mental and physical health while you're doing it. What weaknesses do you have that you are currently working on and how are you working on these? Yeah, I mean, quite similar to, I guess, what I'm talking about. Just in general, I, I have a tendency to take on too many tasks at once. And sometimes that means, you know, I, if I'm not great at prioritizing, it means I'm doing quite a few things, whether it be studying, um, doing my volunteering at church or working and all these different things. And sometimes I get overloaded and, you know, I'll say yes to too many things. You know, it's definitely a problem that I'm starting to deal with. I'm doing things like, you know, regularly scheduling my, my tasks and prioritizing them as well as, you know, learning to say no if, you know, my plate's too full or if I think that by saying yes to something, I'm going to decrease the quality in which I do that for a different task that I've already said yes to. Okay, we have a little bit of time left. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I think just uh, once again, just like to reiterate the fact that I understand that as learning and everything is it's it's a constant journey and it's not you know something that you know, I expect myself to get instantly, but definitely by surrounding myself with you know people who I know can support me in these types of endeavors, it'll definitely help me and uh, help my mental health while I'm learning and proving myself. Okay, we've run out of time. Thank you for that, Cam. Bang on five minutes. Now over to Gabby for some feedback. Okay, that was quick, very quick. I'll just start by asking you how you felt you went. Yeah, um, I think I did okay. I think uh, I will admit I usually struggle with some of these kind of personal anecdotal type answers. I guess when I first looked at the prompt, I didn't have something that popped up immediately. So I had to kind of try and think of an example and kind of mold it around the question. But yeah, I think it'd be a bit better maybe if I had something a bit more, thing more in mind so I didn't have to kind of think on my feet a bit too, as much as I did. I agree. I think with stations like this that are quite personal and asking about personal experiences, it is useful to think about examples before going into interviews. I'm not saying structure a response in any way and sort of memorize a response. Definitely don't do that. But just reflect on how you've gone, uh, what experiences you've had in the past um, that may be relevant to things like teamwork, learning, self-improvement, all of that. Think about those experiences that might be relevant and might be interesting to bring up in an interview. Reflect on them, what happened at the time and what you've learned from them and how that's changed your life. And that'd be a good way to prepare for interviews. But in terms of this specific station, I think you did quite well. You didn't waffle too much, which I think is easily done with stations like this. So that's good. And you managed to get through all of the follow-up questions, which is incredible in the time limit. So good job with that. I did get a little bit confused with your first description of the situation. So I understood what the context was, but I think it could have been explained a little bit better. And I think the key to doing well in these stations is really explaining the situation well and the way to do that I think is to really structure your response mm -hmm. so I'm not sure if you've ever heard of the star method yes yes a technique that everyone uses but I think the reason why everyone uses it is because it's pretty good um, and it allows you to get your situation out quickly and effectively um, without too much mucking around and if you went to our free webinar the other week I think Sarah ran through different styles of structures as well if you think star is for you you can watch that or if you want a different technique maybe listen give that a listen but I think just following a more structured approach at the beginning would have helped the entire response yes. yeah. and as well as just taking a breath it's okay to just 
before you begin and before you answer one of the follow-up questions to just take a breath, think about what you're going to say before you say it. It's definitely a trap I fell into. I would just, I like to say word vomit um, and chuck everything I could at the marker, step back, breathe. Um, But then going on, I stood on um, and identified your learning as well. Um, And even if you could implement here sort of what you've learnt and how you've implemented it into your life as well. I think that's, it demonstrates actual learning um, and reflection. And the way you answered this, I think at the beginning, I was a bit confused and sort of thought that maybe you weren't answering the question, but then right at the end of the answer, you got it. So saying reaching out for help was what you've learned to do. So you got it in the end, which is good, but it was just the beginning, which was a slow sort of build up to that. But I think that lesson is a good lesson. And then you carried it on to the next question, which was how will this lesson help you succeed in your career? And you spoke about skills like teamwork and communication, which are so important in medicine, but you mentioned that they're not just important for medicine. They're important for other careers as well, which I think was really good because it shows that you're not just having this narrow mind. Um, You're thinking about skills that are applicable to life and your career. So I think that's really good. And I really liked your response to this one. And what they want here is to show that you're sort of dedicated to that lifelong learning um, and self-improvement. And I think you did demonstrate that well. Good job. And then what advice would you give to someone who is in a similar situation to yours? Again, you stuck to the asking for help, which I think is such an important point. And then you brought in the fact that you could ask for professional help and also from friends and family and co-workers. So... I think that was good and, you know, emphasising that need for a stable support network is great and it shows that you're thinking about that, which is what students need to be thinking about when they're going through a course like medicine and what future health professionals need to think about for their patients and for themselves. So I think that's really good, but maybe I would have liked a little bit something extra there because you've already spoken about that aspect of asking for help and reaching out. Maybe if there was some other element of that or a different example, a different learning that you could include there, I think it would just add depth and take your response to the next level. In preparing for this interview, I thought that what I would want to see from this question is see that you're giving some sort of practical, helpful advice that is coming from a place of empathy and compassion. And I did see that there. So good job. And then the last one here, which is what weaknesses do you have that you are currently working on and how are you working on these? This is definitely a question that's looking to see whether you're a lifelong learner or not, which you specifically mentioned at the end, um, which is great. But it's also trying to see whether you have that aspect of thoughtfulness and reflection when you're doing things, which I think you did present. You said that you had a tendency to take on too many tasks and that you were a yes man saying yes too often and no, not enough. But now you're working on it through scheduling and prioritizing, which I think is good. I think the way you've got to structure this is really saying, here's the problem. Here's how I discovered it. And here's how I'm working on it. And I really liked how you said, I don't expect to be perfect straight away. And it's a, it's a learning process and it's going to be gradual. I think that's great because a trap that students fall into here is they say some really superficial problem and say, and now I've fixed it. And therefore I am the best because I fixed it, (laughs) which yeah, it's not the way it works. So I think you answered this well. And then another 
trap that students fall into is that they say a really big problem, something that maybe is like, I find it hard to work in teams um, and things like that. And then they don't answer how they've been working on that. But you didn't do that. You set a problem that is that can be managed and that you are managing, but you also acknowledge that you're not going to be perfect at it straight away. So I think you did well. Uh, no, no, that was really good. Yeah, that was really yeah. helpful. As you mentioned, I think these personal type questions is definitely something I need to be looking at. So I guess even just like brainstorming a few scenarios that might be relevant to you know a bunch of different questions. And then, you know, if I can, you know, not necessarily come in with like a pre-written script or structure, but uh, definitely, I guess, understanding how to quickly break down these types of you know, experiences that I've had and break them out into like star and a good type thing. So I can kind of easily do it on the fly if I need to. Mm, absolutely. Because the point of these stations is basically just to learn more about you as a person, because all the students have obviously gotten good enough marks to get an interview. So they, they want to learn more about you outside of the book to see if you have a life um, and what you do in your spare time, what your priorities are and things like that. So the more you can show things like your part-time job, which is great, and things that aren't necessarily relevant to medicine, I think the more the better. And yeah, I definitely took the time to like reflect on the different things that I do outside of study, things that I did outside of biomedicine medicine back then that I thought were relevant, just focusing things around, you know, teamwork, communication, problem solving, things you've learned and things like that. They're just pretty basic sort of interview questions, but I think they're, they're definitely done poorly quite often by students. So yeah, I think that's a really good way of improving. This is an almost must prepare station for all students doing MMI prep and a good one to reflect on and think about our own personal experiences. We've got a bunch more stations to come, so stay tuned to get some more MMI prep in. And if you ever need some more personalized feedback, just like Cam, I'll leave a link to our mock MMI rounds in the show notes below. Until then, I'll see you next time. 